Hey folks, welcome back to another 3D Hangout. My name is Noah Ruiz. I'm a designer here at Adafruit Southwest. Southeast. <laughs> What's going on everybody? I'm Pedro Rose, Creative Tech here at Adafruit, and every week we come to share 3D printed projects featuring electronics from Adafruit. <laughs> That's right, this is the show where we combine 3D printing and GMO electronics to make inspirational projects. That's hey, right. what's up everybody? Let's jump into the show's coupon code. It's Badger. Badger. This will get you 10% off anything in the Adafruit shop. This works with everything except for gift certificates and those subscriptions to Adabox. If you head on over to the website, go to adafruit.com free, you can see all the different tiers that we have going on. These are some free deals that we can get. So let's jump over to the website, see if that's loaded. No, it's not. All right, let's fix it. Hello, everybody in the chat room. We are live streaming here. <laughs> and you can, you can uh, chat with us on Discord or on YouTube, on Facebook, and right. now on LinkedIn as well. Zoop, skill to fit. Yeah, so I'm on the Adafruit site, adafruit.com slash free, and here are all the different tiers. These are the ones you want to look at. Very cool. So we still got some cool deals going on. All right. We also have some same delivery uh, for folks in the New York City area. So if you want to get your parts <laughs> from, uh, if you want to get your parts in the same day that you order it, you can do that. That is an option for fine folks in New York City. Check it out. CircuitPython meeting happened on Monday. Most typically happens on Mondays at 2 p.m. Eastern time. These are hosted in our Discord server. We love Discord and we're hanging out right there. 24-7 um, chat. And that's where all the good things happen. So Discord is right over, is it this key? This key. There's a Discord server. And there's a link to an invite link at the top here. You can see discord.gg slash Adafruit and say what's up. Cool. Huge shout out to everybody in the chat rooms. Hello. Hello to DemZTV, Mo Chor, Abby, Bruno Dice, stuff with Kirby always hanging out in the chat. On Hello. the Facebook, we got Gerald and Anthony. Hey, folks. Thanks for joining in. Demz is saying that he was watching videos of 3D printing cases. Don't worry, lots of 3D printed cases coming up. Sure. Okay. So um, then jump into this week's project. Yeah, head on over to the Learn system and you can see all the cool new guides that we have going on. We're gonna do some demos, it's demo day. So the first one I wanna take a look at is shout out to Katni Rembor who put together the event badge. It's calling it the Pie Badger. Mm -hmm. It's got its own little character. And this is Adafruit's way of introducing uh, new people to CircuitPython as a conference badge. So an event badge, you go to conferences, you get this badge. We're trying to make it really easy so folks can program, who's never programmed before, can actually program and make some really fun um, modifications to their, their, their name badge. So this guide will walk you through everything you need to put it together, uh, mainly just a Pi badge. If you want it portable, you can get one of these batteries that uh, fit right on the back there. And we have these lovely lanyards as well. Yay. The second page will show you how to prepare it. It's pretty simple. Um, definitely recommend using the um, beta, as it says right here. You must be using the current beta one, which is 4.1. You can get access to that by clicking on the link here. Sweet. And this, uh, these are the required CircuitPython libraries. You can just download this, the bundle from circuitpython.org and just drag over the, uh, the MPY files and the directories for those libraries. There's a handful of them, but uh, they're all uh, necessary to run our event badge software. This one's gonna run through a couple of helpers on how you can modify the names, the size of the text, that sort of thing. Um, there's more stuff coming. It has an auto dim feature built in, which you can easily add into your, into your loop, into your code. And you can uh, change the amount of seconds it takes to dim um, so if you want to have it active for 30 seconds, you can write that and then uh, it'll auto dim and stay dimmed until it, you, until it detects that there's motion because it has an accelerometer on it. Wow, Pi Badge, uh, Pi Badger has an accelerometer. Yes. Sweet. And then there's a second 
Um, you know what? Let me just show you a video about it. How about that? <laughs> Much funner video. Can we do that? Yeah. Go. All right. Here it is. So here it is. We uh, updated the SnapFit case um, so that it has some bigger loops and it accommodates that room for a feather wing. This is showing a demo of the of the business card feature. And one of the most awesome features is auto-generated QR codes. So this is all done with CircuitPython. It's really easy to set it up. And the case just works really nice with, uh, with the Pi Badge. So check that out. Um, the reset button is a, is a little thing in the back there. Let's you uh, update the bootloader. If you want to do Arduino, uh, you can switch around as well. This is showing the QR code in action. It's pretty nice. Most uh, smartphones have the built-in QR code scanner, which is really cool. So there it is, uh, kind of shaking it to uh, dim up or to increase the brightness to show it at full brightness, and then kind of going through the different bitmaps that you can display by pressing the A button. Sweet, and you can modify that text as well. And the QR code is automatically generated, gets created um, from the link that you add in the code. So you just put in a link, whatever link you'd like, whether it's a social channel or your website, um, it'll automatically generate that QR code, and it works pretty good. So let's see it in action. So here is the updated Pi Badge case. Uh, I have the battery in there, uh, hiding in the side there. You get this little reset button there so that you can uh, switch between uh, CircuitPython, Arduino. You got your little, you got access to the little on and off switch right there. So I'll turn it on. There we go. My name is Pi Badger. Cool. So if I hit the A button, I created this, uh, this little bitmap. We uh, have learned guides on how to create a, a bitmap for your graphics and your apps. Um, so it's a little Instagram icon. It's got the text at Adafruit, and it says, um, it says, follow us on Instagram. Very cool. So if you click on the B button, it's going to generate uh, this QR code. And if you scan that QR code, it'll take you to the Instagram website, which is what I have it set up for. So very cool. And if you want to go back to your name badge, just hit the start or select button up there. And uh, there's auto dimming. Give a little tap. Get the, the brightness full from there. So it looks pretty good. I wanted to make these loops a little bit bigger, um, just so that uh, some lanyards have bigger uh, clips. So I figured we'd do that. Easy to take it off. And uh, that's that's really it. The other update that you did was making it compatible for the airlift uh, wing. That's so right. Going to be some cool projects coming up for that. Yeah. So it is now compatible with all feather wings being attached to the headers on the back. Other things you did to it, um, we definitely have to uh, remind or go back to saying that this is a, this QR code is being generated on the device itself. So as soon as you type in the URL, it is generating all of the little symbols that are required to make the, U, uh, the QR code work. Correct. So that's pretty amazing right there on its own. Yeah, so that's a, a standalone library for CircuitPython that you can implement into your CircuitPython projects. Mm -hmm. This is a great example of how to use it. Yeah, I think the awesome. first example that actually uses it. Yeah. Shout out to team for coming up with it. Yeah, so uh, jump back into the guy. We'll yeah, take sure. a look at how this uh, SnapFit case is put together. Sure. Um, well, I have a, a Thingiverse page of it, and there's just some kind of photos of it. Um, it's pretty self-explanatory. Um, so we don't have a learn guide on how to assemble it. But uh, yeah, we printed it in a couple different colors and uh, tested it pretty thoroughly because we had to make 20 of them <laughs> with a weekend. So we made 20 of them and um, they're, you probably can't say where, where they're going. It's going to be for an event. You could probably, judging from the colors and the arrangement of the colors, you probably figure out what company that might go to. But I can't say anything, so there you go. Uh, so you can download this. It's uh, STLs and the, uh, uh, what is it? the step files are available as well. Um, step file for the actual Pi badge, you can get that. We also have the airlift wing here and just uh, the fusion files as well. So you can use the step file in any program that uses solid modeling like uh, Onshape or Rhino or insert CAD name here. Sweet. So we got that. You know, when I created the cutout for this, um, <laughs> uh, when you would pinch this, it would actually just trigger the reset button. 
So one of the ways to stop that from happening is I just added a little, a little post here that keeps, um, you know, it keeps the reset button from being pressed unless you press that. So I had to make sure to test it out so that it doesn't trigger, mistrigger any buttons and that no wires are being pinched from the battery or whatnot. And to take it off, my, my tip would be to start with this side here. Take that out and then take that out. And then be careful because the reset button is going to fall right out. And uh, this, this reset button can be printed in whatever color. It sits right there. No screws needed for it. But there's a speaker in the back and a uh, battery. This is the 350. And this just comes out like this. I had to also make uh, room for uh, tolerances. Tolerance. So these buttons are quite challenging to pick in place. So some, some of them come off just slightly offset. It's very difficult to do. So uh, we had to make sure our, our, uh, our cutout here um, accommodated for the tolerances, the, ch the changes in tolerances. So here's the naked pie badge. Oh, she's naked. Oh, no. So let's put it back in here. <laughs> here's the, uh, the little, little post there. Without that post, man, I'm telling you that you would miss triggering reset buttons. Like 20 people at an event, that's, that's bad. <laughs> Good thing we tested that. So there you go. Snap fits. Awesome little update to the Snap Fit case. Yay. Cool. And that's pretty much Pi Badger. That is the Pi Badger. I think there's more features coming. So as, uh, if you'd like to write some features, it'd be great. I'd love to see something where the, uh, the color can be changed. I and did see some people adding that where the yeah. uh, color can dynamically change between a couple of them. Button pushes. Yes. It'd be awesome to add to that. Maybe display some GIFs. would be cool. Yeah. Some sounds. You also have the NeoPixels that we haven't touched yet. So a lot of cool stuff. Yep. And then you can mix and match these. Like you can print out the case that has like the little circles on there. You can, mm. That'll fit right over there. And then we were showing off last week the uh, smaller version of this that uses the hardware, so you can make it a little bit more smaller. You know, oh, yeah. if that's your thing, you want to make mm -hmm. sure you have it as tiny as it can be. And you also have volume control. The little yeah, slide yeah. on there on the back. Take a look at the uh, got about four different cases for this now, and they're uh, pretty much all compatible with each other, except for the SnapFit ones. So definitely check those out if you want to use, uh, or if you want to add joysticks, which is going to be super handy for the next demo. Yeah. All right, so let's look at the next demo. Shout out to Dave Estelles for his latest learn guide. It Sounds is cool. Pie Painter. So check out Pie Painter. So awesome. This is very, very cool. Um, is it this one? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Overview. So check it out. Um, Dave Estelles made it work with just about all of the CircuitPython devices. So Pi Portal, Pi Gamer, Pi Badge, Pi Badge LC. Um, with the Pi Portal, you have a touch screen. So that's why you see the, the stylus there. Drew a little house, it's very cool. Um, but uh, the Pi Badger and the Pi Gamer, you use the joystick or the D-pad for those buttons. And they have different uh, display screen sizes, so that's listed out here perfectly. Setting up your device is going to work you through all the libraries that you need. You definitely want to have the latest beta of CircuitPython version 4.1.0. And uh, this will take you there. Here's a nice screenshot of the directory in your CircuitPi USB drive. You only need three libraries? That's crazy. Here's the code. This one's going to walk you through that. All the different colors that are assigned here, you can change these up. And shout out to Brent, who came up with the cursor library. This which uses the cursor library. Um, to create this. So you can run through all the different blocks that, uh, that uh, Dave has, all the different features that, that Dave has uh, written out here. It's nicely commented. And I'd love to show you a drawing demo real quick. This one shows your drawing demo. You can do some straight edges, some angles. Let's see it in action with the, uh, with the Pi Badge. Yes. Come on, I should close that window there. All right. I'll switch it up to this screen. I think I could do that. Yeah. Okay. Right. So you just have to bear with me since it's upside down. Uh, so this is the cursor. You use the D-pad um, to move the cursor around. I should select a color first. So you use the A button to select a color. I'll select blue. And I'll come over here in the middle and start kind of drawing a little bit. So it's only going to get better with the uh, performance and the speed. Um, this is Pedro's uh, sort of D-pad, which <laughs> really, really feels nice. Doing drawing with these buttons kind of hurts your fingers. So shout out to Pedro for coming up with a nice ergo design. So 
um, you use the D-pad, you hold down the A button to draw your shapes. So uh, you can change your colors up and create little drawings. Here's a green one. You can do these diagonals like that. This kind of reminds me of the Etch-a-Sketch. Yeah, we should reprint that in red and match like the <laughs> colors for it. Yeah, all right. Let's do purple. Maybe make it work with a uh, potentiometer so you can do the uh, scrolling on it. I'm just going to do this all day. <laughs> Call it work. It's therapeutic. Yeah, I think we need like a shortcut that'll jump you over to the uh, color select button so you're not... Uh, Oh yeah, like hitting the B button would uh, something yeah select or something. Yeah, either uh, move the cursor over to the left or yeah, just cycle through colors. It'd be pretty cool. Or maybe B, <laughs> shake to uh, shake to erase. Of course, you have to shake <laughs> to erase. <laughs> yeah. Yes. So you get the idea, yeah. Yeah, that's super cool. Uh, obviously, it'll be um, a lot more easier to do on the Pi Portal yeah, since it Pi has a touch screen. You can use a little stylus to draw on, but a uh, nice, awesome little demo for a Pi badge, conference badge that has a ton of uses beyond just the conference. Of course. Very it's cool. Awesome. Yeah. Shout out to Dave. Great job on the, uh, on the library and the learn guide. It's very thorough and uh, super easy to get it going. Very cool. So if okay. you got yourself a Pi badge, it's like every week you have something new to do with it. Yeah. It's like, this is great. There's libraries being created every single week. It's pretty amazing. Yeah, so definitely star all the GitHubs for that. Yes. And then I think pretty much it. Jumping on to the next demo. Yep, so we're working hard to make more Pi badges. Be sure to sign up for the, uh, the email notifications to know when they're back in stock. And when they are, we'll have a coupon code for you. But for today, it's Pi Badger. Well, just Badger. Okay. Oh, hey, John Park is in the chat room. Hey, John. Yep. Somebody was asking about the Discord link. Huh. He posted that in there, the invite li link, if you want to join the Adafruit Discord. OK. Sweet. Hello. All right, next up is some really cool demos using the Pi Portal. Yeah, so before the Pi Paint, you kind of have to create turtle graphics, right? So CircuitPython Turtle Graphics is a learn guide, again, by Dave Estelles. You can check it out. Um, it uses the turtle graphics library to create some pretty cool graphics. So let me plug this in and get this going for you guys. If you want to learn more about turtle graphics, you could read the introduction guide. And I'm just going to plug in this Pi Portal. I don't have a battery for it, so I just have to plug it in. So take a look at this. It's going to draw out these graphics. And this is the, um, oh boy, I forgot the name of the, the name of the, uh, of the demo. But there it is. There's our little cursor guy, a little turtle, drawing the graphics, changing up the colors. And now you can see the most difficult thing about filming screens is the reflection of the screen. These screens are matted because they don't have a touch screen. They look great. These, however, are going to need you can need some extra stuff to get a really good shot for that. But you can see it's, it's working out okay. Not too bad. Blinded. Ching. It's still going. Go, little turtle. You can do it. You can do it. <laughs> so there's a couple of different. Uh, yeah, there's a couple of different demos. Uh, we took some photos of them, um, and uh, we can look at those in the learn guide. But there it is, running. Yay! I have a couple of different demos for it. A lot of them, actually. There we go. And we can walk through them now. Example scripts. Basic lines, it's a good example of just making basic lines. Dots, you can make dot shapes as well. Here's how to do that. It's as easy as typing turtle dot, dot. <laughs> you can make circles as well, different colors. This one's cool, it's more of a spiral graph. 
very neat. This is the, uh, what is it called? Is it called benzene? I think it's called the benzene. Maybe, maybe not. And then here's this really cool swirl that uh, just keeps drawing this, this rectangle that keeps offsetting and creates this beautiful, beautiful swirl. These are some polygons, and some more polygons, and the Hilbert, the Hilbert cube demo. Very cool. And then here's some triangles. I call this a Triforce. And this is uh, some fractals. Koch snowflake. Oh, nice. Very cool. Here's some ones with some colors. Very sweet. So if you want to make some, some cool graphics with programs, uh, with the uh, turtle graphics, check it out. This is a great guide on how to do so. No shell scripts here. So cool. <laughs> turtle shell. <laughs> Very cool. Shout out to Dave again. We're making a really cool guide. Yeah, lots That's of really excellent. cool guides. So if you got yourself a Pi Portal and it's sitting over there, I, don't, I can't imagine it'd be sitting on a shelf. There's, there's way too many again, projects to do with There's more stuff you can do with it. Yeah. <laughs> and Sweet. if you have not picked one up yet, definitely sign up. For which Should one? be coming back. Uh, Pi Portal. Looks like we have 42 in stock as oh, of this recording. So if we pick some up, I think there's more projects coming up really soon. Yeah. Yep, yep. Touchscreen, Wi-Fi, you got it. Check it out, it's actually in stock. Sweet, get yourself some Pi Badger, Pi Badge, oh man, Badger. Get 10% off with, <laughs> there we go. Pi Badger, it works on everything except subscriptions and certificates. Yeah. Starts at 11.59 p.m. tonight. Yep, you said it right, cool. Next demo that we got is updated Neotrellis Soundbox, this one, just yeah. came in. <laughs> yes. Yes. So new that yes. no one's sorting bullets over here whether <laughs> yes. it's going to work or not. <laughs> okay, so we looked at the, the hardware. It's using the Feather M4 and the PropMaker Featherwing with the Neo Trellis. So let's see. Flip the switch. Here's some colors. Now, what does it sound like? Uh, ah. Whoa, that's loud. Oh, man. I bet you can make like a song with all those sound no, effects. Okay, very cool. Sweet. So, <laughs> when it comes to performance and responsiveness, yeah, it takes a little bit to uh, to, to test, but. I think it's working pretty well um, yeah. in terms of quality of the sound. I really, I think it's 44 kilobytes. I don't know. I may be wrong. This is a sound pack from Jedi Knight Academy. Shout out to uh, the folks who put that together. It's a free roll free thing. So I'm playing around with it. Um, so yeah, lightsaber sounds on there. Um, the real cool thing is how you assign them each. Um, so it's, it's done by the file name. You just name the WAV file. Uh, for example, uh, 0, 0, all the way up to 15 because there's 16 buttons. So you can assign your waves to specific buttons by just saying, by just naming it a number in the, in the front. Put a dash and then color, blue, red, purple, yellow, any of those colors, you can create your own color list and add them there. So it'd be like 001, would be this one, and it would be blue or red. So that's, that's a really cool thing there. Another thing we have, since it is a prop maker featherwing, we have an accelerometer. So we thought about shaking it to shuffle these around, um, which would be cool. And then the RGB LED button kind of gives you a status of uh, where it's at. And uh, pressing it will reset the arrangement, unshuffle, if you will. So that's kind of what we're working on right now. Uh, the target release is um, for next week, next Wednesday. I think we'll have time to do it. Um, working through the learn guide right now and uh, just documenting all the different things. Um, but yeah, another prop maker uh, featherwing project, this time with the Neo Trellis, which is awesome. Neo Trellis and a bunch of updates to the case as well. Yes, yes, yes. And uh, sounds pretty good. It's just that little mini oval, the mini oval speaker that could, right? It's very, very loud. <laughs> Excellent. So that's a work in progress. Uh, Thomas Veach is saying that I used to have a little device back in the 80s and my different sounds. My son would use it in his car seat and shoot at other cars. That is a definitely 
good use. I'm sure Gavin yeah. would do the exact same yeah, thing. I think it. this would be great for like a stroller or a little, a little wagon. Yeah. And you like yeah. Halloween, the whole get up and he's like in a rocket shark. And he's like, choo, 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 hello, hello. You know, like saying little things. It's an awesome very, very cool. Use. So, <laughs> yeah. You could plug this up to an amplifier, I bet, yeah. as well. Wire it to an amplifier. Pump out the speaker a little bit more. Pump and up then the uh, Kirby's saying that it needs more Daft Punk, so we got to add some yes, of that yes. in there to mix yeah. it up a little bit. Yeah, I had to, <laughs> I had to find a bunch of sounds real quick, and those are the last sounds that I yeah. used for the light up prop project. So yeah, huge shout outs to uh, Mike Barella who got this over just this morning. Yeah, it's code working. It's uh, really good. Yeah, wow. it's responsive, man. Very cool. So that's that's what we're working on. That's that's that. So was that uh, what we're prototyping? That is what we're <laughs> did that leak into there? It did. All right, cool. Dip into some other cool stuff we're working on. So very awesome designer Mike Dole is working on these really cool Lego compatible uh, parts for like motors and our crickets. Robotics. Robotics platform, yeah. So I'd print a bunch of these out and one of the challenges with uh, 3D printing stuff that is meant for injection molding Ooh. is trying to get you know, printing an entire object, um, even with supports or the breakaway material, which I've talked about in uh, past episodes. Can you focus that? Yes. Still gonna get like a bunch of uh, drooping going on, even with like your best settings, like printing at 100 microns, you're still gonna get a bunch of uh, overhang that's gonna definitely mess with the tolerances. So one of the things that I did was completely chop up all these models and was able to get this quality right here. So one's no printed, support material. Yeah, so orientation is a really big issue yeah. here. So you oriented it so that it, so that it prints. I did more than orientation. I had to go There's in there and in. slice up the actual objects for these. So um, I sliced, sliced this one's bottom off so we can print the pegs completely straight up so I don't have any of the drooping that's going on when you print it vertically and that definitely messes with the tolerances. Right. But then I was faced with the problem of having to use supports on the top here so chopped it up into three parts and now you get that super smooth um, little part here that attaches to a stepper motor and then you get the precise pegs that'll plug into Lego. <clears throat> So this has excellent tolerances, slides right in there, has that nice grip without being too grippy. Just slides in like that, and it's being able, and it holds on really well. And of course, they all work with the, um, the, the pad. So this is meant to clamp down like on one of those base plates, and you right. can attach the, uh, like, you know, more gears and motors to this to uh, move other Lego or other um, uh, VAR uh, components? components around, yeah. So it has a nice little, nice, uh, what's it called? Nice snap fit. Yeah, nice frictions. Nice friction fit right. for that. And then, get that off, ah, like that. And here's an example of some of the ways that I printed all of these. So these are completely chopped up. So these would be glued on to each side of that. And then this clamps onto, I think a TT motor for this one. And some other challenging uh, prints where you need to chop them off. And so use a little bit of sports on the bottom here are uh, these servo horns that he's working on as well. Yeah, are uh, there actual splines in the, in the, in the holder here? The oh cavity? yeah, yeah, There's yeah, yeah. Splines so the these up. are all printed at 100 microns and if you oh, zoom in up on it, that's one of the reasons why we had to print there it is. I at can a see high them. quality oh, detail that. so you can get all the little teeth that pop into the, did I have one of those? I would have assumed. I tested these out so they Yeah, work. I would have <laughs> assumed, you know, a 0.2 nozzle that's what I thought as well. So, but good. this is all done with a 0.4 nozzle. Yeah, glad you brought that up. Yeah, so 100 microns. 100 microns, and we're just using a 0.4 nozzle, and then um, printed out. I already sent out the the completed ones yeah. to uh, Lamar. Overnighted. Yeah, overnighted these. But here's what something like this would look like. I completely chopped this up so you have all the flat surfaces that are going to be glued together. You don't want to have, uh, say. The first way I tried this was having this print vertical and that did not meet up very well when you're printing something that is flat on the bed. They're just not going to match up. Even if you sand it down, you're still going to have like, you kind of see right there, mm -hmm. there's uh, um, like bumps and grooves that form when your uh, print head is going back and forth between different uh, islands on the part. So this was a more optimized way to do that. These parts just uh, glue together and then that glues on top of that. and. 
I don't think I gave you any pictures of that, mm -hmm. but it looks really good. I'll post them up later. Yeah, and we'll probably release them. Um, uh, maybe. These are supposed to be for like, injection yeah. molding, so um, I don't know if everybody wants to take that much time to you know assemble and glue these all together mm. if they're probably going to cost. Very, you know, yeah, a dollar. It, yeah, exactly. So it might know. not be worth it for that. So, uh, but maybe, maybe. Sweet. Yeah, so a bunch is, uh, of and making great progress. Yeah. Shout out to Mike Dole too for working on these parts. Yeah, who designs a lot of the cases, like the acrylic cases and um, the injection molds. Circuit playground case as well. This is latest. Yeah, very cool. That Christmas ornament one was really cool. He also made this guy. This, uh, oh, the, the elastomers. Yeah, for these elastomers is by Mike Dole as well. Yeah, really cool. Yeah. All right, so that's some Sweet. stuff that Lego is adapters out. for robotic components. Yes, coming soon. Uh, v, uh, Thomas Veach is asking what glue that we're using. Oh, using that's this, a, such a great question. Yeah, I'm using this medium dry star bond. And the thing I really like about this is uh, one, the glue uh, doesn't haze as much. You just gotta put a little fan on it. And it has all these little silicone tips that come with it. It comes with a bunch more, like these very thin ones. You can uh, add it very precisely to little tiny parts so they're not like oozing over the side. Yeah, another good example would be the bezel here. The bezel is yeah. just perimeters, so I'm able to finally add just little beads of glue. And as I put it on here and press it, it, it just dries it up nicely. Really fine you have a little bit of work time, you have about like maybe five or 10 seconds mm -hmm. to, uh, to adjust your, your and, part. And the reason I mentioned why the, uh, the medium part, because they have a, uh, uh, Crap, I forgot what the other ones are called, but medium dry time, like a longer dry time, and a like a quick dry time. So there's three different types, and they're just on Amazon. We constantly link these in the learn guide uh, for a direct link to that. Yes, definitely put that in your cart. I grabbed each version of it just to test out. Do you guys need a link? Or you got uh, it? Because I can get the link. It should be in... It's in my light-up prop. Okay, yeah. So I can grab it from there. Or is it in my light-up prop? Maybe not. Maybe so. Let's take a look. Starbond. What if we just Starbond. type Starbond? There it is. It's in the uh, 3D, uh, the Pi Gamer one. There we go. There it is. Cool. All right, let's okay. pop it in Facebook. Pop it in Discord. That'll save it. And then lastly, YouTube. Sweet. Yeah, it, it, there's a lot of links in the learn guides. Don't feel bad that the, the, the There's a lot of little sections we that are like tiny little paragraphs. <laughs> yeah. It's kind of tucked away in there. Yeah, but since we've been using this a ton for not only gluing parts together, but for optimizing the way that prints are working out, because the time that it would have taken to add the support material on that wouldn't even been worth it because it would still droop over. Yes, so. orientation is key. Yeah, especially when you're testing for tolerances. Sweet, nice, excellent. Right. Yeah, cool. cool. That is some of the stuff that's being prototyped on. Other things, did I show this off last week? I don't believe you did, so let's look at it now. This is a iPad case from and, the looks of it. Yeah, iPad case for the new iPad minis. Um, I don't believe I've ever released our iPad cases before. Uh, this, uh, the ones that we have up on one of our Thingiverse accounts is, was for the old one, so like the iPad mini version one, which uh, Gavin had around. Uh, birthday came up, so got him the new one since it was like crazy slow. I don't even know how he put up with it. But I uh, loaded up my design and it did not fit, so I had to do some modifications for it. it uh, turned out being a little bit longer than the older cases and why not go ahead and add the uh, cheese grater effect <laughs> that everybody's <laughs> been uh, testing out with the uh, Mac Pros being released with that very fancy lattice uh, structure. I want to see if I can make it by not actually modeling it but just using the droid Garoid? Gyroid? Gyroid infill setting. Okay. So yeah so there's no top there's no bottom on that and it's just infill that's creating something that kind of looks like it. it's not really it uh, no I did figure out how to do the lattice uh, structure texture yeah so the Mac Pro specific one with circles yeah. and, mm -hmm. but and I just wanted to release this guy out if uh, anybody got one of the new iPads the cool thing about this is is having the 
um, a camera strap so you can add this uh, lanyard to it and uh, have, uh, you can carry it around and uh, I know it's goofy but no, some people nice. do some, it's like a, a lot sling. of photography with their iPads. No, that's fine. Especially with <laughs> so an iPad one, mini it makes sense. It's yeah. a giant screen, lovely mm -hmm. um, screen to see your preview. Yeah. So, uh, so they all snap fit. They're all PLA. They're not Ninja Flex or Semi Flex. They're just PLA, regular PLA. Yeah. So uh, so it should print successfully. Oh yeah. So this should fit on uh, fit it on Prusa. Um, it doesn't quite fit on. Or actually, the looped one doesn't quite fit on the Ultimakers. Uh, but this I, guy does. I the non-looped version does. There's two different versions. Yeah, two different versions. One with the loops. One without. I wanted to get this out quick. So unfortunately. <laughs> The source material that or the source files for this is all in Maya. Yeah, it's Polygon. Polygon yeah, these Maya. are all yeah, it's all meshes. It's Polygon. Fine. So uh, I will redraw this in Fusion to easily uh, make because there's going to be more updates and stuff like that right. we want to do. But all of the pieces do line line up. Camera holes, speaker holes, all of the Volume. volumes. The, what about uh, the mute? That's all mute. there at the bottom. Uh, the mute is yeah they don't have a mute button Sorry, anymore. Sorry, not mute. I meant like the microphone. Yeah, microphone, all that. Yeah, it's all done. It's all lined up, and let's see, is oh, it on it? this side? Does it? Let's oh. see if this table does it. Built-in stand. Not does really. Is it? Is it on this table? Yeah, it's so weird. The ones that I printed on the Prusa They're don't stand up, oh. but the ones I print on the Ultimakers do stand up. Let's see if I can get this it's one to stand up. Here. Something. Our tables I think it's the the table too. Level, I'm pretty yeah. sure this one did too. But if you get it on a flat surface, or if you print it, uh, or if your X and Y uh, belts are nicely calibrated, they go. should print flat enough to stand up. Pretty cool. All right, cool. We'll uh, release those as uh, as we get to it. Yes. Sweet. Uh, Thomas is asking what material. These are both PLA. We got the translucent. Uh, clear and the blue translucent from filamentum. filamentum. And this one's from our own shop, right? Print yes. Z. Yep. Or perhaps it's Melt Ink, one or the other. Yeah. Um, I don't know what else. Uh, oh, yeah, there's like, so you can like lay it down flat. Mm. There's enough. Protect the screen from scratching. Yeah, there's enough um, clearance for that to not touch the bottom on both sides. Uh, there's bumper protection on all of the sides. So nice little case. I think Gavin already dropped it. He did he? Oh, yeah. <laughs> Okay. That's what it's made for. That's right. <laughs> That's oh, there's the bumps drop. there. Yeah. Okay. But it survived. Cool. Definitely try one in CPE or probably Pet Ninja Flex oh, too. Okay. Say Pet G. Uh, try that. Should work with the uh, Cheetah. Mm, Semi Flex. Hmm. What else would that be good for? A time lapse video. This yeah. week's community makes we 3D printed this very cool add-on for the Nintendo Switch Joy Cons. This is printed in PLA, and they broke right off. Right away, they broke. The little nubs that <laughs> hold on to the actual joystick broke we have off. Some success. Don't worry. Hold on. Yeah. So if you're going to print this in PLA, this is what will happen to you. Well, no, you can't do that with PLA unless it's unless it's like molten. Even then, it won't snap back like that. Yeah. So, so they broke off, and then they were like scratching the little nub top part. All right, let me switch. Yeah, this one. All right, so here's the PLA one. Feels awful. <laughs> yeah. The uh, pieces right here are pretty thin, so they broke right off. Right. So sometimes you want to switch up your PLA to a semi-flex type material. Go ahead and show that one off, or these off, whichever one you'd like. Yeah, so this is the Cheetah or a semi-flex. Both should work for that. Uh, I don't think the softer um, 85A Ninja Flex would be as rigid to hold on to the little pad there, but you can give it a try. What I really like about this is that um, there was no cleanup on this. This was printed with the Inventor uh, flash forge we have in the shop. No support materials. As you can see, I sunk the top into the bed to sort of slice this off uh, because when I was, the first couple of ones that I printed, it was too tall to uh, really make it that useful as a joystick. Uh, but once you chop that off, you like decrease the height of it, and it makes it really good. It feels really good. It doesn't uh, like fall right off. You can see there. It's got a nice the, tight fit. Yeah, a nice little tight fit on there, and it works really good. Um, one of the uh, uses that the designer for this, uh, which is escaping my name, if you want to. Yeah, I'll bring it up. Mind if you want to bring up the link for this? 
So what he was use, originally using this for was for the classic arcade games that you can get on the Switch. So like Pac-Man, things like, like the arcades that would use a joystick. So he was like holding it like that and that turned out to be excellent. See here, it's a ID, ID no limit. And it has a couple different parts too. So you can add them to the individual Joy-Cons as well. Very cool. You had a video on it Yeah, definitely check that out. Joystick Palace. The file name is for that. Is this Spanish? Palace? I think so. Yeah. Good. Of course, I'm going to actually show gameplay. <laughs> is this what you were building? Oh, no, I wasn't building anything. Okay. I haven't built anything yet. Scott Shockroft built it. Yes, I think he tweeted it out. It was a really fun uh, level. Mamma mia. So, so yeah, it works. works really um, good. Huh? So you used a, uh, what happened here? Oh yeah, so unfortunately work? I tried printing these on the Prusa. Yeah, but the Prusa is not what you think it is. It's not the latest Prusa, the i3. Yeah, it's the 2S. So. Yeah, so ours is a Mark 2S. Yeah, so it came out like this, unfortunately. Yeah, you kept trying too. Yeah, I tried different settings. I could not get it to print as mm -hmm. well as the inventor, which uh, we have to remind people that Every printer, unfortunately, prints parts differently. Some print them better than the other, even despite what settings and layouts and optimizations you add to it. So unfortunately, the Prusa was not able to use the Cheetah for that. I'm sure like the 3S should do just fine, but for our cases, the 2S was not able to. Yeah, it does uh, not have the out. latest Spontech um, yeah. stepper motor drivers. It did good with PLA. Yes. But, yeah. yeah. Semiflex remains the most challenging filament to print. No, it shouldn't be the Semiflex. It's the 85A that's the most challenging because yeah. it's uh, more softer. Yeah. But that's what you get. Cool. And yeah. Myra make us run. All right. We do sell Semiflex in the shop. Yes, we got a couple different colors of the Cheetah and Semiflex, which is pretty much the same thing, the same formula. We have some good, uh, some good deals on it as well. It's actually half the price of what it is at other shops. So definitely yeah, pick some up. There's always NinjaFlex projects that we're working on. Really cool. So what was it? Cheetah, right? This one? Yes, that is Cheetah. Oh, some Cheetah here. Yes, you can print at 50 millimeters a second at 230C. Uh, the retraction that I had on this was a 0.5 and it came out excellent. I didn't have to do any cleanup on it. Okay, just a reminder, the printer that did print it it's this guy here, the yep. Inventor 2 from Flashforge. Yeah, it's one of those printers you hit print, walk away, forget about it. You can. Come back and, hey, the part has successfully finished. Yeah. There's no spaghetti. Unless you want spaghetti. <laughs> oh, we made a little spool sp holder in the back there. All right, cool. Very nice. Um, yeah. You can actually use the coupon code on that printer. Good. Yeah, you get free shipping and you get that 10% off. Definitely a good deal. Comes Beach saying that he has problems sticking to the first or the first layers of the bed to his Ender 3D Pro. Uh, probably a big brim. Usually, what I have to do. Sure, big brim. Yeah. Wipe it with alcohol. Use glue stick. Hairspray. Yep. Yeah. All those aid in adhering the first layer. Excellent. All right, let's run through some community makes. And then we'll close off their show. First one is a Raspberry Pi Zero case. Shout out to Patito on Thingiverse for posting his make. Looks like he used the concentric infill for the top there. Does it look what? like that? that you get this nice. really cool radial effect when you do concentric infill. Uh, is it concentric infill? No. The skin? Uh, top and bottom layers? Yeah, top and bottom layers. Correct, okay. It, the, the setting will vary from slicer to slicer, so can't give any specifics, but hey, that's what so, it is. Concentric, very nice. This one is the heat set press, heat set insert press. Excellent. Um, Dave Five Cents posted his build of it. And thank you for the comment. He actually said that uh, he needed to use 25 millimeter long screws, being the longest screws in this assembly, as the 20 millimeter screws that I have linked in my guide, they're not long enough. So I went ahead and updated my guide to reflect the 25 millimeter screws, and I have them uh, linked to the McMaster screws that you can get there. Because uh, you can mod, you can download the ESTA files for them too. So there you go. Um, thank you, Dave, for letting me know. I only know when people will actually build the projects. That's how we can improve them. 
And this is another heat set insert press. This one's by um, Mathis, Mathiska on uh, Thingiverse. Posted this a couple days ago, and it has, I think, his name or branding laser etched, or perhaps that's, uh, that's a nice piece of wood. Looks good. I like that people uh, added their own flair to it. And it looks like the, the heat set is different as well. It's oh, pretty wow. neat. Huh. <laughs> He's using it to build another piece of the thing. So that's great. That's cool. <laughs> yeah, so shout out to you, sir. And we have a Adafruit silicone wire roll holder. Oh. This is a different take on the spool holder. So if you got yourself a lot of spools of the Adafruit ones, the, uh, I think it's 28 or maybe 30 um, diameter, they will all fit here in this lovely little tray. And it has a little hole to dispense them. Very nice. It's a remix of the wire spool carousel thing that I make. Nice. I, you know what? I'll be honest with you guys. I don't really use these wires anymore. And you think, well, why don't you use these wires? It's freaking awesome. And I agree, they're awesome. But you know what I've been using lately? If you go to the Adafruit site and you type in um, silicone ribbon. This is what I've been using. These I've been so using good. the 10 wire one because something like the Neo Trellis has five wired connections, more than four. So. I really like this one because it keeps your wires bundled together, mm -hmm. makes it nice and neat. If you look at my, uh, the inside of my project, which I'm not going to open, it looks really neat because of this wire. So. And it saves that extra, the extra step of adding like heat shrink around it to like sort of bundle all the wires together. And These it's so lovely to together. peel it. It's like, it's like so, it's like so oddly satisfying <laughs> to peel like string cheese. Very, very cool. And uh, of course, it's silicone. And uh, here are the different things. Oh my god, we're out of stock. I guess everybody likes it too. <laughs> yeah, you could get the, no, they're, they're all out of stock, sorry. You can get the 4-1, I guess. 26. Yeah, a little bit chunkier. They have a 26 but... and 28. They have both. I like the 28. It's a good middle between too thick and too thin. Mm -hmm. Works out really well. Uh, so that's my little tip. I really like this wire. I, I wish it came in a spool. It doesn't. It comes in um, I wish it came in different colors. <laughs> like each one was a different color. Right. There is a so little marking cool. on one yeah, of them, the which isn't enough, but... You know, if you lay your wires out in some sort of order, you can just kind of follow yeah. through it. And it uh, works really great. I like yep. this stuff. So there you go. The next one we have is uh, this Prop Maker Light Up Chassis Remix by Chris Lee Wu. So I think what Chris Lee is doing is he wants to use the Prop Maker and CircuitPython in a existing hilt that has a diameter of 28 millimeters. My, 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 my thought is that these are for the custom machined lightsaber parts from places like that Saber Forge awesome. or Custom Faber. That'd be really cool to see like a custom built saber. So um, has yet to test it. Um, uh, Chris said uh, in the comment here that uh, he's going to post it uh, or testing to follow. So I can't wait to see it. I'm going to see that. It's going to look cool. So this is a really cool little chassis that holds all the PCBs in place there. Very cool. Yeah, excellent. So check it out. And the last one to close the show is the Flexi Raptor. This is a print-in-place joint, jointed model of a what looks like a Raptor, and it's uh, dual extruded, so you have different colors. Great test for your dual extruder. If you just got one, check it out. It is up on our Thingiverse page. And shout out to ARK29R for posting his make of a red and white Flexi Raptor printed on any cube i3 mega. Sweet. Well, that's going to do it for the show. Let's run through the rest of the stuff. Later tonight is Show and Tell on Google. Yep. You can um, join in by hanging out in the Discord chat room in the live broadcast channel. We'll post in the Google Hangout link. When you click on that link, it'll load and make sure your mic is muted. Yeah, this, until is you're all done. this gives you a chance to show off your awesome latest project you're working on. With Phil Lamar and the whole community, Stephanie, stop by and show us what you're working on. Yep. We'll be there. And then shortly after is Ask an Engineer at 8 p.m. Today's Wednesday. Get some new products, some, some new stuff. Last week Should, was Adabox. This yeah. week we're, right? Yep. Last week was the unboxing Adabot, uh, Adabox with, with John, John Park. Park. So definitely uh, check that out if you haven't gotten a chance. Seeing all the cool projects you can do with the Pi Gamer. So That's cool. Right. So it should be an action-packed show for Ask an Engineer tonight. So definitely stay tuned for that. And then tomorrow, John Park is back with his workshop. Excellent. Working Tune in on. on Thursdays, 4 p.m. Eastern Time. Yeah, always some awesome uh, make code segments. So definitely stop by, check that out. Sweet. All right, that's, uh, that's going to be it from us. 
Um, let's see, do I have anything I else? We ran everything. Help wanted. I think we're still looking for uh, the PHP developer. I believe. Developers uh, on site. Yeah, on site. So definitely apply there. Check it out. Uh, might do remote. I don't know. Maybe it just depends on you know what's going on. Yeah. So check it out. And jobs.acefruit.com. All the stuff. Don't forget coupon code this week. Badger. 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 <laughs> Excellent. All right, well, that's going to be it from us. We're going to be on the show and tell, of course. Uh, don't forget to, to sign up for all those new email notifications for the stuff when they get back in stock. Yep. Thank you guys so much for joining us. We will see you next week. But until then, be sure to make a great day. <laughs> Bye. See you later tonight. <laughs>